This is TNT Sports Podcast. QT Ski, LK. Let's go. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Okay. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Uh-huh. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. Uh-huh. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can speak. From the Rockets to the Heat. Well, the Rockets to the net. Slick, weird, big beard. On my James Harden flex. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. I depart like marking it. TNT, that's a T with a hyphen. ENT, if you're typing, seeing me, that's a like Next to the max is like I'm Stephen I'm A. Right Tag me in your subject. Tag TikTok, me. Facebook, Tag Grammar, Twitter page. Everywhere. Tell me who you loving. Big discussions for you, sport or holidays. Jackie Moon Tropics. What that like? Oakland straight 30 bobbing. Tommy Brady pockets. Who had drunk up in the party? Toss Lombardi, get it started. Mardi Gras Mike can't be guarded. My new spicy like New Orleans weather. Local national form, we get it. Working overtime, cafe, do mine with the coverage. I'm on you at no the line. No one came as hard as this. Watch me Shannon sharpen it. Okay. I depart like marking this. TNT, we back. Logging in and see that. Wins and losses, crazy crosses. Holding one, talking golfing, rolling one. Got me coughing every weekend, so it's often. And I'm dropping every week. Name the topic we can Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 125, man. I got somebody I've been knowing for a long time on the podcast, man. I'm going to call her Financial Guru because she's doing her financial thing, man. K, I call her K, but Kira, man, what's going on with you? How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm so, thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate the time here. <laughs> oh, man. Glad to have you on. We've probably been doing this a while back, but so. Right? Oh, my God. been doing yeah, this, man, it. but hey. <laughs> Better, better late than never. So, I know that's right, and I just want to shout out, shout out to you because I am so proud of you for all that you're doing. I see you out there dominating. There's a lot of uh, you. You provide a lot of information, and you put people right where they need to be, and they're able to stay on top of all things sports. So I love that for you. I love that you give back to your community as well. So shout out to you and wifey killing the game. I'm proud of you guys. And just keep going. I love to see it. <laughs> You're doing the same thing, man, with um, the financial stuff, man. Financials. And people are going to jump head first in that thing, man. Um, yes. If they don't know, most of all my followers know you. But can you explain, let them know who you are if they don't know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, good evening, good evening to everyone. Uh, my name is Kiara Blunt. Um, I am the founder of Financially Focused Solutions, the DBA financial literacy company to losing to win again, which is my LLC out of Georgia. Um, I've been in this financial industry now, God, I'm telling my age, for over 14 years. Um, I've been blessed to help families across the U.S., including Puerto Rico. Um, I've been blessed to speak at universities, middle schools, elementaries over the years. 
Um, I've been in the business for myself now officially five years. We celebrated five years this year. Um, so I'm excited because now we're gear, we're shifting gears and we're offering coaching sessions for businesses, small business owners, um, people that are building their brands, um, things of that nature, because it's a different a difference between the two. Um, so, and we just continue to keep growing. Um, a lot of success has came, you know, credit restoration is just my flagship program, but I do other things outside of just that. And um, so I'm excited for what's to come. I'm excited for what we're gonna talk about tonight, because I feel there's a sense of urgency um, especially out in the industry when it comes to athletes and what they're experiencing. So I can't wait to dive into some information and really help people take 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 control, take back control. Um, because, you know, there's a lot of um, silent move things going on in the industry when it comes to contracts and how you properly set yourself up with your brand. And we want to make sure that you're aware of all, all things finance when it comes to your brand. So that's me. That's dope. <laughs> Before we go on the sports side, entrepreneurship, that's major, man. I think everybody want to yes. work for themselves. Like myself, I want to work for myself eventually one day. You know, I don't want to be micromanaging or nothing like that, be my that's own right. boss or whatever. What is it like to be an entrepreneur, like work for yourself and, you know, tell your own self what to do, make your own hours? What's the benefits of that and what's the pros and the cons for that? Great question. So the pros of, you know, being an entrepreneur, and there's a difference between being self-employed and entrepreneur um so i definitely want to address that you know self-employed is more of a hobby but when you go into entrepreneurship it really puts a mirror to your face on all things structure um you know one of the pros that i do love is the tax advantages <laughs> um you know when as a business owner people like to have the there's an assumption that automatically because you're an entrepreneur that you're rich yeah <laughs> and it doesn't come like that it's um when it comes to entrepreneur the biggest thing about it is structure how you properly structure your business um you know partnerships having a team an administrative team to support you so one of the pros is the relationships that i've been able to um, meet i met a lot of established i'm sorry i met a lot of people over the years in business and one thing that i also love in entrepreneurship is that you never look at things as a person that just knows everything you're always a student um and so i love all the things that i've learned over the years you know from a marketing standpoint because that was not my strong suit um you know from just making sure that i stay on top of my finances staying on top of my certifications um when you're in an industry like i'm in it's very important in that you have all of your certifications in place because you will be challenged at some at some point in your respective industry so um i do love the fact that i had the ability to learn a lot of things um, when it comes to business because i've worked for so many people for so long and i always wondered you know why is it that you know a person that's coming into business will never get paid more than the ceo why is it that coming into business you know i have to tell somebody how you know when i could go on vacation or yeah um, yeah, yeah. For lunch. you know what i'm saying like why so it's just it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I thank God for the ability to be able to go out on my own. Now, I will tell people that you want to crawl before you walk. Um, you know, you don't want to just dive head first into business. You want to make sure that you do have something as far as, because um, I don't knock nine to fives at all. You want to make sure that you do start off with having your full-time income coming in so that the income can take care of the bills, right. but that your passion and your dreams can take care of, I'm sorry, your uh, side hustle can take care of your passion and your dreams, which will then transition into a, you becoming an entrepreneur. Um, by the grace of God, the first three years of business for me, I was constantly going in six, seven days a week. 
when you get into entrepreneurship, there are sacrifices that have to be made because successful people do what unsuccessful people won't do. And some of those times they mean I can't go out and hang out with my friends for girls night on Wednesday. Um, I can't go to um, get, maybe go to a sports game on Sunday and hang out at the bar with everybody. Sometimes I have to I have to prioritize because I have to think five years ahead. So business, being an entrepreneur, it does discipline you when it comes to structure. You have to have some type of structure. And you can't look at business as from an employee mindset. You have to really trans, you have to really go into it, learn unlearning what you've learned over the years in your industry. Because in business, you can't carry, you don't have nobody uh, telling you, hey, you need to clock in at this time. You don't have nobody telling you that. You need to make sure these follow-ups are done. You need to make sure these reports are reviewed. You need to make sure, you don't have anybody that's micromanaging you or even managing you at that. It's now time for you to manage yourself accordingly. So it, it, holds, it holds a mirror to your face. Um, but one of the times that I will say is it's a constant, it's not something that you can set up Monday through Friday, or I'm sorry, yeah, when, in your first couple of years. It's not something that you can do two or three hours as a full business owner and just go back to, and just go have fun and be out in the streets. You have to constantly be on, on top of your game, always networking, always going into different um, events, hearing from other entrepreneurs, hearing where they started at to where they're at, because you're going to constantly need some type of motivation to keep you going. Imagine waking up for five years every single day, having to be your own motivation outside of your, you know, accountability partners and all of the other other things. That's something a lot of people can't do. And that could be considered a con when it comes to entrepreneurship. You have to constantly maintain motivation. You have to keep yourself motivated, keep yourself prayed up, and you have to keep yourself covered. Because the way that the social media world works now, people can be on top one day and they can lose it just like that. So you have to also make sure that your presence, when you're being presented in front of people with your business, you have to be confident. You have to know your stuff. You have to research your industry. And you have to make sure that if somebody was to go look up your information, that they know where to go to do that to make sure that they're protected at all times. So um, that's something that I will say, your, your posture is everything in business um, as an entrepreneur. Um, so that's something that I can definitely say. Um, uh, another con, one thing that I had to personally work on over the years was um, removing my, my feelings from my business. Because I noticed over the years that, um, you know, because we're so passionate about what we do and we know that we have something that the world needs, Sometimes everybody don't don't fit the genre when it comes to the business and what you offer, whether it's a product or a service. Not everyone can product and service is not meant for everyone. So we have to not take that as, oh, I'm a bad person, something's wrong with my character. We have to be we have to be mindful enough to understand that it's always business, it's never personal. And once you separate the two, your mind your mindset shifts. So it's no longer, oh, this is my homeboy. Let me, let me ask him to go ahead and put me off for free. No, what is it that I can do to partner? What can I do to support you? How can we partner in this? How can we get it out to someone else? Like, that's the mindset we have to have. Um, because I used to put personal in it a lot. When I first came into it, a lot of my, um, I would say a strong percentage of my clientele from my last job that I was at, um, they literally, about 70% had became my clients. And from that 70%, of course, I might, the product, the services and the products that I offer 
it's not meant for people to stay in for years and years to come. It's something to get in and out, <laughs> get yeah. the education, get the knowledge, and keep it moving. Um, so with that, um, you know, I had to keep in mind, okay, well, what what is it something that I can offer that's going to retain people? What is it that I, so it gets to a place where it's like, okay, let me go to my warm market. So I go to my warm market, which is family, friends, associations, and so forth. If you never hear no, if you can't, I'm saying, let me say this. Thank you, Lord. You can't be a successful business owner if you cannot accept constructive criticism. Yeah. If no, yeah. if you can't hear the word no, and if no makes you just want to give up on your business, this may, entrepreneurship may not be the, the avenue for you. Because I there's people that I know that have, that now after five years, we I tell my team all the time, we celebrate our no's. Because it's not a no as into I don't I don't need what you got because there's so many people over the world that have issues with how they manage their finances. There's so many homes that have challenges and problems in their household when it comes to finances. So I know you need what I got. I just know that you can't afford it or may not be able to get it right now. So it's the next opportunity. So I, I so I challenge people in their business, those entrepreneurs that are listening. I challenge you when you wake up every day. Come into it with a mindset to see how many no's can you get in one day. And I promise you, those no's are going to empower you. It's going to fuel you to continue to keep going. It's going to challenge you in your approach, in your verbiage. Because words have meaning. (laughs) Words are powerful. And it's all about how you talk to people. And it's all about your posture. So um, those are kind of the pros and cons when it comes to entrepreneurship. Still growing. You know, we all going to have adversity at different levels. And that's another thing. You don't want to run from adversity because there's a lesson in that adversity moment. And you can't teach a teachable moment if you don't go through something. Right. So it's all about your how your, your mindset is huge when it comes to entrepreneurship because it's all about how you receive things. And we all go through adversity. Did he just post it? At, even at his level, he's going through adversity. So adversity is not so much as the adversity itself. It's how you respond to it. And once you get into a posture of being able to respond to adversity with a positive mindset and a positive reaction, rather someone's trying to take your name through the, as brand uh, athletes, rather someone's trying to uh, take your name through the mud, drag your name through the mud, whatever the case may be, you could always turn it into a positive situation to really expose you as your brand and really take you to the next level. So that's the pros and cons for entrepreneurship. <laughs> you, you're tapping on a lot of good points, man. A lot of beneficial points that there. Like, I thank God I played sports growing up, played football, man, because discipline is a big thing, just in anything in general. And going and going back to you hearing knows, you may hear a thousand of before you hear one yes, but that one yes gonna be major that you do hear. Period. Exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean just all that you gave was definitely knowledge. I hope people write that down, but that's definitely you know, that's something <laughs> definitely, man. And like the discipline is a major key, for real, man. Um, that's why I think it's important for people to take on uh, extracurricular activities in school. You know, um, you, pe- people think it's, they think it's mean and all that, but discipline is really what you need in life. Honestly. Correct. So Correct. I, I thank God for my, <laughs> my sports and stuff like that. But, like, for example, like, just a review off the George Foreman movie. I use that, for example. He came to all this money, you know, he boxed. You know, boxers make a lot of money. But mm-hmm. he picked his best, one of his friends he met uh, to manage his money. But he was a drunk, and all the money was mm-hmm. gone. So you got to be mindful who you let watch your money, too. 
trying to be entrepreneurs. Right. So, cause you ain't gonna be able to watch, you gonna be able to watch all your money all the time. So you got to get somebody to watch it, but it gotta be somebody you yeah. gotta trust. And it's so interesting that you say that because the number one challenge that a lot of athletes face across the board is money, is income how to properly manage and sustain their income. You know, and I actually wrote some stuff down about that because a lot of times when we get into, uh, or when we um, come to a certain level of money or we are blessed with it in any capacity, we don't know what to do with it when you really think about it. Um, especially if you've never been taught. Think about it, financial literacy was never taught over the years in school. Just now, there's maybe a substantial amount of schools that are uh, making it a requirement for high school students to graduate, but a lot of times in this type of industry, you won't really obtain or retain the information unless you go out and utilize it. They always say knowledge is, is key. I always say applied knowledge is key. Yeah. So you can't just take in all of that information over in those courses in school and then just when you get out of the real world, it goes out the window. Um, you have to be able to start practicing that in your habits. And that's like, and with that being one of the major challenges for athletes, being able to sustain, I feel that they need, they need to know, they need to have access to someone, not just who they can, they know, like, and trust, but someone with experience, just like you can go represent yourself in the court of law, you will need to hire an attorney because they know certain things that you may not know. That is the same thing when it comes to financial advisors, um, you know, financial coach, wealth coaches. You know, I'm a certified wealth coach. I recently put that on my website because I want people to see it's a lot of businesses that are being hit left and right. The Federal Trade Commission ain't playing about <laughs> people when it comes to finances because think about it. And I'm not going to start conspiracies or anything, but financial literacy wasn't designed for us to know. There's information that they don't want us to know when it comes to properly structuring and sustaining our finances. People don't. There's not much out there. The banks aren't designed to teach you these things. They're designed to just offer you the product or service. That's it. Now, you may have certain people that work in the banking industry that will break it down for you. But ultimately, overall, they're not designed to teach you credit and how credit works. They're not designed to teach you how investment accounts work. They're not designed to teach you how real estate investments work. They don't they all don't do that. They just sign you up. They open the account up and keep it moving and they collect their gold and keep it moving. So having a financial advisor for athletes is huge. Having any professional, a wealth coach, having, having someone that's going to provide you with a sound advice to sustain. We all know how to we all know how to get into debt, but we don't know how to get out of it. <laughs> we got gurus <laughs> all over social media that talk about how getting how they can get to the bag, but we don't talk about how to keep and protect the bag. And that's where people like me come into place from a wealth coach perspective. We need to know how to sustain our income because like athletes, they can have any type of uh, injuries, unplanned emergencies. Um, they can get any type of penalties where they're charged a lot of money. So many things can transpire um, as the athlete through their time. And as the athlete, I take it back to when I was in college as a dancer. When I came in into dance, all I was thinking about was performing, auditions, trying to get in Beyonce stuff, trying to get on, uh, on somebody's Broadway stage. That was the only thing that I can think about. I really didn't care about branding myself, um, you know, putting myself in a position to, to capitalize off of my passion. I never thought about how important that was, but that's because I've never been taught how to properly capitalize. I've never been taught how to properly get to wealth, get to the wealth. I've only been taught how to do what I love to do and how to 
uh, protect myself and what it is that I do. So that's very important when it comes to um, hiring somebody to protect you and what you work for. Um, beneficiary services is another one. Uh, people don't realize how important it is to have a will and trust. Why are we going out working, performing, or as an athlete, going out and doing these games, but when it comes to, let's just say, a case of emergency, we're not really prepared to handle that emergency because we didn't set ourselves up. So, or we didn't have something in position and we got sick and we couldn't speak on our behalf to let somebody know what to do with our finances. Uh, uh, power of attorneys are important for athletes. Get a financial and medical power of attorney. If you have an injury, if you go, into, if you have a concussion or something where you cannot speak for yourself or act for yourself, you have something in black and white that's going to explain to everybody what you want and where you want everything to be done and taken care of. When it comes to your will, there's been athletes that have had sudden deaths in the midst of a game. And had and, and some people and of course they got the money, but you got some people that are just going into it that don't have that have to do GoFundMe accounts. Mm-hmm. We got to do something about these GoFundMe accounts because this ain't even it. We got to talk about the importance of wills. Putting we go out and work for these people every single day, and we don't have the mindset to protect ourselves in advance because we're relying on retirement. Well, retirement ain't looking like retirement like it was twenty years ago. So we have to start implementing different things, um, different um, different ways to prepare our stuff, diversifying our investments, so that not only are we prepared in the industry or field that we're in, but we're also prepared for what's to come after we've successfully completed our career. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting a lot of game right now, man. <laughs> You're a lot of game, Kay. But, uh, you know, one thing that always got me, man, like all these guys that play NFL, NBA, they make all this money. They end up broke. And good thing now is a lot of these NBA NBA teams, and it's required now that you got to take a class when you get drafted mm-hmm. about financing now. It's not like it was back then. So you don't see as many people going broke now. But you still do see people stealing from these players as well, though. So it, it can even be family taking your money or friends or whatever. So like you said, you need to get somebody with that knowledge to, you know, protect you. Protection is a big thing, man. So I think... Take that bag. <laughs> yeah, man. And I mean, it's a lot of things. Like you said, it's a lot of things that can take from you. You know, uh, athletes, baby mamas, child support, like that stuff, man. Like, yeah. I ain't going to say uh, Brittany Renner. She got an old boy, P.J. Washington. Yeah, you want to get married. And yeah. They feel like after two years, they don't want to do it no more. And they try to divorce and take all the money. That situation, too. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of situations yeah. like that, man. So yeah. definitely have people around that, that you really can... Trust slash protect you for real. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like I said, if you if you ain't seen that George Foreman movie, man, watch that because like he lost everything. That John was yeah, wild, man. I and felt like something was gonna happen though. <laughs> I did because of the habits, and that's one thing. And it's interesting to use it to even reference that because. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't know. I ain't gonna even open up that can of words. But I will say, I will say this, because <laughs> I don't want to get into politics. So I will say this, all right? <laughs> I will say this. Um, when it comes to branding yourself and, and staying 10 steps ahead of the game, I feel that the way that a lot of people can stay 10 steps ahead of the game as athletes or even anyone that is just a brand, uh, what they call it, a kneel, um, name, image, and likeness. Um, being, even if you're someone that just literally is just a, uh, an influencer, so to speak. I feel that there are four top investment accounts that 
you should consider when it comes to coming across a significant amount of money. Um, first off, you want to be able to make sure that you're, you have your money working for you and your sleep. A lot of times people get comfortable with leaving their money in the bank. And to be honest, from a person that's been in the banking industry for over, for over a decade, the savings accounts still are garbage. <laughs> the savings accounts are still garbage. We, it's cool. A lot of people say, you know, have an emergency fund, which is great because you want to have an emergency fund and a six months fund, like having six months worth of your income and another account, that is very important. However, it, it, it's about the specific type of accounts that you put your money in that's important. So I wrote down four type of retire or just four type of investments that athletes can take on um, or even just enforce or just when it comes to building the brand. That can be a retirement account. A lot of people think that 401s are just designed for your employer. It's actually, there are other invest, um, I'm sorry, retirement accounts that could be, you know, with your banking, whoever your banking institution is. I would look into those type of investment accounts to see what's out there. They may have specific promotions with certain credit unions like Navy Fed or USAA. Um, they may have certain promotions during that time when you get into that 401. Just like how your, your employer, they match your investment there are some and there are some people out there, depending on the banks that you're with, that may do something like that. Um, IRA accounts. That's big too. You have two types, traditional and Roth. Of course, traditional is more of a tax. I, I ain't gonna get into that, but you have traditional and Roth because <laughs> it can get confusing. Um, it's, so those are a type of accounts that you can invest in. Stuff that just grows within time. And the, and the reason why this is important is because you don't want certain accounts that you can easily be tempted to touch. I used to, this was a, a tool that I used to always do for my clients, um, like with our particular banking institution. They had the ability to see all of the accounts that they had with us on their online banking app, but I used to remove accounts from their platform. So then automatically they can have money going into this account, but it's out of sight, out of mind thing. So they're not tempted to touch, meaning they are not tempted to accrue penalties for early withdrawals. So that's one thing that you can take advantage of. Taxable investment accounts. People say, okay, what are taxable investment accounts? Stocks, um, any type of bond, things like that. Stocks, of course, the market is a little up and down, but we are expected to see something crazy because every time there's an election, that's when everything wants to skyrocket. So looking into maybe some type of tax investment, and taxable investment accounts. Those are good things for you too. Depending on which one you're with, um, you may be able to get more bang for your buck. Um, something else, real estate investments. For those that, real estate is a huge market. It's one of the top industries outside of network marketing um, when it comes to just different industries. So real estate investments is a key thing to look into as well. Now, for people that are like, I don't want to do the whole tenant renting situation. Well, don't you don't have to. There's other ways to invest into real estate without you having to maintain it or stay in it. You can go ahead and get a house, flip a house, and give it to someone in need, sell it to them. You can do a duplex, and you can do multiple tenants, and you can hire a property management team. And for some of my athletes out there, you can do a lot of duplexes in rural areas in your respective state, in your hometowns. Hire a property management team. Allow them to work on getting people into it. Allow them to work on making sure the income is coming in. That is something that is really strong to where you don't have to be there most of the time. So that's just something to take it up, take advantage of. And I'm sorry I've been talking all week. No, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Uh, business ventures or startups 
Um, a lot of you may see a lot of celebrities out here. Like I said, you have people that are brand like influencers that brand themselves, um, business ventures um, that can be partnering with a company that's already been established with your name, image, and likeness that can build the exposure that that particular business needs in that respective state. So I definitely encourage people to look into that when it comes to business ventures. I always say this, a lot of people shy away from partnerships. And this may be one of the biggest, uh, one of the biggest cons when it comes to entrepreneurship. I used to be that person. I was the, let me wear the marketing hat, the retention hat, the uh, compliance hat, going to get my clients, going to sign them up, consulting. I was, I was wearing all the hats in my business. But by year three, I was exhausted. You can't run a business by yourself. So I got into a partnership because I'm designed to run a corporation. I have, I'm in an industry that's here to stay. So my corporation, I have to have partnerships. I have to have my virtual assistant. I need my mom as a, that's my um, accountant. I need my sister that's my attorney to protect the brand. Like these are different things that you need to push your business because you cannot do it by yourself. You can't be in all places at one. Because when you do that, something's going to lack. So for my, my athletes, um, you know, look into some companies or maybe even nonprofits. Um, there's a couple people that I know. Um, we actually know one, um, T, uh, TJ. He was, he as a football player as well, he did a summer camp that he used to have for the kids, um, creating that into a nonprofit. That is something that athletes can consider. You know, it's a, a, um, it's a non-profitable investment, but it's something that can build relationships. It's something that can create a movement. It's something that can create exposure, which will help with any other business ventures that you're on. So when you're doing partnerships, just keep in mind, don't look at it as, oh, they don't take a lot of money out of it. No, look at it as, you know, collaboration over competition, because together we can move mountains when yeah. we work together. When we try to do stuff individually, it's, oh, that's another financial and, uh, literacy person. Oh, that's another <laughs> person that does this. Oh, that's another person. That's a good thing. Yeah. Because whoever you get your hair cut from, your homeboy don't go get his hair cut by the same person. There's something that that person does for you as to why you keep going to them. So it's good that there are a lot of web coaches, if there are certified web coaches, or anybody in the financial realm. That's a great thing. We need it. Because people are keeping away from us the information that we need to be successful on purpose. So I encourage you guys, get with people just to look over your stuff. Do reviews, quarterly reviews. Brand athletes, please run quarterly, quarterly reviews over yourself. The key things that I talk about when I go speak to universities and schools is budgeting and saving. It's so important to budget. And you have to have a budget. If not, like you said, people will be stealing money that you don't even know is still the money and you won't know till it's time to do your taxes. Steve Harvey went through that. Mm, a lot yeah. of celebrities went through that. A lot of they them. were hit unexpectedly with tax penalties, with all of these things because they just trusted somebody to do it and they didn't take the time to review and follow up. We can't, as, as, as athletes, as brand influencers, we can't get comfortable allowing everybody to do stuff for us. We have to ask them, what is it that you're doing? We have to participate in our own rescue. And that's so important. You have to be a participant. You don't have to know all. You don't have to be in all. But you need to know, be actively participating in what it is that you're doing for your life and your family. So. Cool. Man, can't give them a million dollar worth of game, man. <laughs> <laughs> but now 
<laughs> a million dollar worth of game, man. You came a long way since Montgomery. Yes, sir. Crazy to even see it for myself. That's why I said if you don't ever take the time to, it, it can be uncomfortable. The growth has been very uncomfortable, but the growth has been so fulfilling because it's opened up doors I didn't expect. So, <laughs> man, hey, success. You got to be uncomfortable to be successful. I love hard. So, <laughs> but I, another thing too, like as far as spending things, like I see people want to buy this because somebody else got this. Like a person may have a ten thousand dollars shirt on. They go try to buy the ten thousand dollars shirt, but you don't know how they got that shirt. Most people, athletes get stuff for free. Rich people get stuff for free. So you finna go spend ten thousand dollars on a shirt that he got for free. So I mean, that's another thing. Like that's crazy to me. I, I see that. I know a few athletes. They get stuff for free. So just cause they, it, it costs ten thousand, don't mean they pay ten thousand dollars. But you gonna go pay ten thousand dollars, and you don't even have ten thousand dollars to pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> Hated to say it, but uh, a lot of priorities when it comes to a lot of us are a little jacked up, and I'm just gonna keep it a buck fifty. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, for me myself, I'm a I've been an organic builder in business. Um, I'm not the type of person where I'm about to go buy some followers just so that people can think I, I have value. I have value, and I've shown value over the years, um, and I know that about myself. And I tell people all the time, challenge me, ask me questions, because I'm a, I'm a and even with that, I tell people I don't know. But the thing is, I don't base my success off the next person's success. I don't base my worth off of somebody else's. Or I don't look at somebody else and say, oh, they're they're doing this, they're doing that. No, there are colleagues that I went to school with that are in the same industry that I'm in. And we collab in panels. Uh, shout out to Larry Mahaffey. He's also in it as well. He's, he's a financial consultant. And we're in the same industry, but you know what we do? We partner because there may be somebody from a personality standpoint that he can talk to and somebody from a person standpoint that I can talk to, but we work together. If there's something that I can't do, let me shout him out. Solomon Lacey, shout out to Solo. I ask people if there's something that I want to learn, I'm not afraid to ask, but I say that to say, I don't base my success on what they're doing. I don't, I don't get, I don't go with the trends. Yeah. At the end of the day, anything that I invest my income in has to have a return on investment. And I'm going to say that again. Anything that I invest my income into has to have a return on investment. You can't get a return on investment on those purses and those shoes, baby. You can't get a return on investment on those Lamborghinis and those Ferraris that we're buying as men. We can't get a return on investment on those yachts that we are posting on social media for views. We can't. So for us to continue to keep trying to, to, um, I, I, I don't want to be mean if I'm trying to find a perfect way to say it, but we keep up with keep up with the Joneses. You feel me? I don't want to just flash my money. Flashing my money doesn't doesn't make me successful. Keeping the money that I keep, the money that I retain, the way that I utilize my money, the way that I diversify my finances is what makes me wealthy. I don't, I can have ten dollars in the bank right now. But I got this investment, I got that investment, I got a property being built, I got this going on. Come on now. <laughs> it's really how you look at it. I've, I've had situations where I've declined somebody that wanted to come in for a loan that had over $250,000 in their account. And then I had somebody that came in that had a seven, I want to say a 794 credit score. And I approved them for the same thing that that person with $250,000 had in the account. And people are like, well, why would you do that? Because that $250,000 that are liquidly in your account can be gone tomorrow. 
versus those 794 credit scores that I saw, I can see a history on how they manage their money. I can see how they properly have, have a, excuse me, OPM, other people's money. How do they properly maintain and handle using other people's money? I can trust that before I trust your income, before I trust your bank account status. Because money comes and goes. So I can look at somebody's last 30 to 60 days of their bank statements and determine if they're an excessive spender or they're very um, strategic and very mindful of how they build, how they spend their money. So many different things. So I've never been the one to ride the tail. I've never been following the next trend. People can go to my page right now and be like, oh, she don't have 50,000 plus followers. But I guarantee you I have very quality, quality people that I can bring up right now on this live and they can tell you everything that I've done for them successfully. Whether there's people that went into bankruptcy, whether there's people that lost everything, whether it's business owners that needed a, a guidance or assistance on how to properly start up their business, it doesn't matter. Somebody can come in and say something. <laughs> and, they, and I didn't even charge most of them. That's the good thing about it. It was free game. So your value, you have to know your value. You have to know your worth. And your worth is not measured by what you buy and what you wear and what you drive and what house you live in. That's not how your worth is measured. So when people understand that, I feel like um, it kind of, it's, it's social media that's created the, this his whole thing. But Fancy I feel like once people, yeah, once people understand that, I feel like I feel like we'll be a lot successful in life when it comes to the things that we do. Um, you know, I've met a lot of celebrities, and what's interesting about that is how humble they are, because they still had a story similar to mine. They still had a struggle, a struggle similar to mine, and they had a success testimony that took them to the next level. I've had a success story. It may not have taken me to millions yet, but it's taken me to a place to to achieve the goals that I set for myself, and that speaks wonders. So, <laughs> that's dope, man. So, going back to real estate, which is a big market, huge mm-hmm. market. Um, yeah. And we'll talk about Airbnbs. How do you feel about Airbnbs? Well, um, if you would have asked me, I'll say this. If you would have asked me about five years ago about this, I would have been so go for it. Da, 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 da. Um, I'll be excited about that. But this in this day and age, because of, uh, I don't even know the right word to say, but because of the different things that have taken place, like when Airbnb got started, it it, it, it was it became something else after a while to the point that a lot of people were renting out their own places to make them Airbnb to where now it's getting to a place where there's a lot of people out here that are helping people get Airbnb without having to put down payments or without having to use their um, their house as any type of collateral. Um, there are people out here that are helping them do that. Now, granted, Airbnbs is a good idea, but there's a lot of restrictions and a lot of risk in it. And um, I feel for people, like, for example, if you're a first-time homeowner, unless you're doing maybe a um, duplex or something like that, um, then that could be maybe idealistic for someone getting the Airbnbs. Uh, One, because you can do one, or maybe let's say you had a fourplex. Um, You can do maybe two buildings with um, actual tenants, and you can do the other two as Airbnbs. Because of the market, the industry, and the, I'm sorry, because of the inflation that we're taking right now, a lot of people are struggling. A lot of things are increasing, and a lot of people are struggling so much that they're taking it out in ways that are violent. Rather, it's breaking into people's establishments. Rather, it's vandalizing people's stuff that they've been working so hard to have. Um, it's so much risk with the Airbnb. So I tell people, I wouldn't utilize it at, unless you're doing a duplex. 
I wouldn't utilize it as a first time situation, um, but I will in some point utilize it um, because it is something that can be very beneficial depending on the market, um, depending on the area that you put your Airbnb in. Um, you know, you can utilize it for college students. So that way you always have somebody coming in um, and you can, it's so many different ways you can do it. Um, but it's just, it's, it's one of those investments that are, um, you got to know your risk before jumping into it. So, yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I do it, but it's just, it's a way, it's a way to do it, I feel. Um, because a lot of people lose when they, I've heard so many different stories, but um, one thing I can say that I have a friend, she actually went into that industry, but she decided, you know how you have people that, um, when you go to visit, like when you go to view houses and they have them like all staged, um, mm -hmm. furniture already staged and everything. Um, it's kind of like a hospitality industry. Um, one of my friends, she actually went into that Airbnb originally, but came out as someone in hospitality, meaning she helps people um, stage their homes. She helped people create um, some type of like brands or um, themes with their um, Airbnbs um, so that they can have more attraction to stand them apart from others. So it is. It could be something that people can create another um, stream of income from, but um, you just kind of be strategic about it and understand the risk that comes with it. Don't just dive in just because of the money, because you may not get that money right away. <laughs> like I said, I mean, you give, you give them the million dollars worth of game, K okay, man. Um, but before we wrap it up, I ask you this: Can you explain trust to all my listeners? Like, what's the benefits of a trust, even with athletes using trust? Like, what's the benefit of trust? Have Great question. So, with your trust, your trust is like, and I'll use an example to kind of, um, for layman terms, just kind of break it down a little bit. So, um, you have your will that is kind of like, uh, let me see what is something I can explain it. Um, um, what do I want to use a good example? So, like your will, I'm just going to go with the, the actual term. So, your will, of course, is a document that is constructed that gives people instructions on how you would like your assets to be dividend. Um, with the trust, the trust is where all of your assets and everything is stored. So, for people that have, um, I don't know if a lot of people have heard of when a person passes away, they have the estate of such and such. So, that estate is that trust and that trust consists of different money whether it's income whether someone has dividends coming from stocks or any type of um what we say earlier um uh taxable investment accounts rather they because I, I talk a lot so i have to make sure i'll write it down to get back to my point but um for the tax so the trust itself houses all of your assets all of your income all of work what it is that you want to be dividend so that will gives the instruction itself and the trust houses what you're giving instruction to does that make sense mm -hmm. so with the trust um people have to be and, and the reason why it's so important guys is because if you have a bank account let's give an example of wells fargo if you're a sole owner on that wells fargo account and something happens to you let's just say um terrence your your wife your wife you and y'all have separate i guess you say y'all have separate accounts and y'all have a joint account, but y'all have separate accounts. So if God forbid, if something was to happen to you and your wife was to come in and say, hey, um, I, I've already, you know, got everything for our, our joint account. But, and I process, um, I process, I did the process and whatnot for that. How do I get access to the sole owner account? She can't get into that account. Because if you don't have a payable on death, 
If you don't have a beneficiary, um, nobody can get access to that account. Now, for those that don't know, if you don't have anybody to get access to that account or to speak or even know about that account, that the income or anything that's in that account will go to probate and you will have to go to court. So that's why it's important. So you're not fighting probate so that you're not put in a position to where you can literally all that money can go back to the state. Having your will and trust and position will give instructions on where you want your things to be dividend at. And it's also going to let people know where or what you have, what type of invest, I'm sorry, what type of assets you have. What is it that you have out there? Um, a lot of people like to, you know, keep stuff secret. So, no, 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 that's cute. But you need a will to let everybody know what and where everything is at. Because without that will and trust, that stuff goes back to the state. And then all of your hard work was for nothing. That's what you <laughs> Man, can you get you get look? You gave a million dollar worth of game. I'm gonna say it again, man. You came a long way from the Montgomery days. I tell you that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me this evening. This was very fun, and I hope everybody took really good notes when you replay this. Um, and if anybody has any questions, um, you can definitely follow me on Instagram at financially focused KB. Um, I, you can also follow me on Facebook right now. I'm not on there um, because. I'm going through a transition. Um, but you can also follow me at Kiera B, um, K-I-E-R-R-A, the letter B. You can follow me on TikTok at Financially Focused KB. And you can follow me on LinkedIn, Kiera, K-I-E-R-R-A, and B. So, you gave me your website? So, yes, my website is in the link. So when you go to my Instagram, you'll see it at the top. It's in my bio. So that way you can click on it. <laughs> cool, man. Kiera, yeah. K, I thank you for being on the show, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I forgot to point out, too. When you guys click on that link, you'll be able to see all of my testimonials. So you'll be able to hear from people directly that's worked with me over the years. You'll also be able to see a lot of the things that I've worked on. You'll be able to see my certifications. You'll be able to get all the juicy details about me. So. <laughs> there it is, man. Thanks again, Terrence. I appreciate no you. No problem. Y'all definitely tap in, man, and check out. Man, I'm telling you, I like her reviews is dope. I even read the reviews, man. So I'm proud of you, too. Like I said, we was young, then we grew up. You're doing your thing, yeah. man. So. Uh, proud of you, um, but we definitely got to do this again uh, soon. Uh, but everybody need to go tap in, listen to it over, and take notes. And uh, I know y'all heard something that can help you and your family out. So appreciate you again, Kay. Absolutely. Thanks again, y'all. All right. This TNT Sports, y'all, episode 125 with Kay. I'll holler at y'all later. Bye. Bye.